In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The text today we're going to talk about is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run, let's run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, in that section, one verb controls everything. If if you like grammar, you can break it all down. I'm not that good at grammar, but, but there's one verb in the middle of that long spiel, and it's run may not be a verb you like a lot, I'll talk about that, but it's run, run, Christian, run, like Forrest Gump, right? Running and running and running. The difference is Forrest Gump said he didn't have any idea where he was going when he started running. We know where we're going. This is all over the Bible that your Christian life is a metaphor for your Christian life, a way for you to picture what you are doing is a race. Or if you don't like to run, okay, pick the milder one, a journey. Just walk it instead of run, okay? But it's, it's going somewhere. And Paul took this from these games that he had seen, these Greek games. Uh, think, think Olympics today, okay? He had seen them. Sometimes we get the idea, oh, this is 2023. We, we've got the best athletes the world has ever seen. Well, don't, don't kid yourself too much. 2,000 years ago, these were highly trained athletes as well. I mean, they, this was their life, trying to win these, these games. So they were highly trained. There was huge crowds. There were great rewards. So Paul says, hey, look at them. And then he says to you, let's run. Let's run. That's what our Christian life is. It's a race. And that, that's front and center what God is t- telling you today. Let's run. But some of you don't like running very much. Most of us don't like running very much, actually. I, I don't know. I was trying to think, is there any one of you that loves to run? Um, I don't know. But uh, we have all these excuses. We don't like to run. It's boring. Well, I'm too old to run. I'm too tired too out of shape. So some of us, we take that mentality into our Christian life. Eh, I don't want to run. Some of us are like those walking, uh, no, that's not the word I want to say, those running, moving walkways. That's what I want to say. Moving walkways in the airport. We're just kind of cruising along, hoping that we don't trip at the end of it. But that is not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. That God will not say, no, that's okay. He says in Hebrews 12, let's run, run. So then, think of Hebrews 12 like, like training, like training for us, okay? We all just need a little training. So we're going to see what, what does Hebrews 12 has to tell us about running this race. So in lane one is going to be, what is this race even that we're running? Lane two is going to be, we're not running alone. Who's running with us? Lane three is going to be, we got to run light. We can't carry a bunch of baggage with us. Lane four is going to be running with endurance, not giving up. And lane five is going to be 
running with our heads up, looking to Jesus, the champion who's already won the race. Okay? So lane one, what is this race? Let us run the race that is set before us. Now, in case I misled any of you, it's not actually running, so you can all breathe a sigh of relief. You do not have to run out of church today. Okay? But what is this race that we're talking about? The race that God has set before each one of you is all the work that he's given to you to do, all your vocations. That's your race. So my race is different from your race, is different from the person next to you. It's, there's a commonality in our race. We're all running to the same place looking to Jesus, but the work for all of us is not the same. Now, the key is what, what you have to understand, or you will not get anything out of the sermon today or out of God's Word today, what you have to understand is that the race is tiring. It's tiring. It is a lot of work. Ephesians 2.10, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should run in them, walk in them. So your race now involves some or all of things like this. I'm going to give you a bunch of things that your race includes. Number one, getting yourself and your family to church every Sunday. Run, Christian, run. Okay, Sunday morning, got to get everybody to church. Sometimes you might have to run to get there. Another thing that your race involves, getting all the dishes done. Getting them cleaned. Run, dishwasher, run. Do the laundry. Clean the house. Make the food. Run. That's part of your race. Part of your race may be raising your children and your grandchildren in the faith, which is a lot of work. You've got to read them the Bible all the time. You've got to get them to know the Bible stories. You've got to pray with them every night. You have to get them to church and Sunday school. Run, Christians, run! Part of your race, you've got to fight off the temptations of the devil. Okay? I don't know if you caught that in the psalm that the choir sang, but we're, we're um, fighting with two-edged swords in our hands. We're fighting off the devil all the time. And that's work. It's hard. We've got to confess our sins all the time. We've fallen. We've failed again. We've got to run. Then you've got to take care of people. This is a big part of your race. You've got to visit people. You've got to take people to the doctor. You've got to pray for them. You've got to bring them food. You've got to pay bills sometimes for parents or children. Run, run, run. Okay, a lot of work to do. And then, you notice I haven't even mentioned yet your 8 to 5K, your work. Yeah, you've got to squeeze that in somewhere. Okay, do your daily work so that you can provide for your family, serve others. Yep, run that race. You've got to be a good citizen. Somewhere you've got to fit that in. God has set that before you. You're a citizen. You've got to care about your town. You've got to care about your leaders, your representatives. You've got to make society better. And then you've got to serve the church. You've got to sing, give offerings, serve on church council, volunteer at the food pantry, run. So you see, this, this is your race. Now be ready, here it comes. Read, organize, mow, rake, fix, bake, drive, shop, work, watch, visit, pray, listen, talk, call, text, clean, wait, suffer, endure, confess, forgive, love, 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 right? It's a race. Some people have called it a rat race. We don't call that the Christian. No, we wouldn't call it that. We call it the Christian race. You don't have to look too hard to find the race that God has set before you. It's the race, by the way, that Jesus ran before you. Believing, working, loving, 
So if you don't know what your race is, two easy questions for you. Just ask yourself this. What work has God given me to do? There's your race. And two, who has he given me to love? There's your race. Okay? Set before you. So now that we got that clear, every one of you has a race. God has set before you to run, and it's hard. There's a lot to do. Now that we got that solved, how are we going to do it? Okay, lane two. Lane two, you are not running alone. The picture Paul is giving you is a big, big stadium full of crowd, okay, spectators. They are all cheering loudly because they've already run the race before you and they finished it. And they're witnessing to you, keep running, keep running. You're going to make it, okay? Chapter 12 of Hebrews lifted off, listed off all these witnesses, Abraham, Noah, Moses, Rahab, okay? all these people that have run before you and they're saying, you can do it, run, run, keep your eyes on Jesus, run. But you know so many others. A lot of them are listed in our bulletin today. Now, here, here's a little idea. I hope this serves the right purpose and doesn't go off on a wrong purpose, but since I've come to Trinity... You know how many funerals I've done? How many saints have completed their race in just the years I've been here? Over 60. That's just in a few years at one congregation. Multiply. Multiply by years and years and churches and congregations. Do you know how big this crowd is that is witnessing to you? It's huge. Angels and archangels and all the company of heaven witnessing to you they've kept the faith they've finished the race they're saying run 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 they tell us how faithful god is how good he is how loving christ is but now here's the problem for you and me hebrews calls it a cloud we don't see them we don't see them because a cloud they're they're obstructed from our view all we see here a lot of times is just this or maybe on a Wednesday night we see 10 of us. And it doesn't seem like all that loud of a crowd cheering each other on. right? But they are all there. The whole cloud of witnesses. Parents, grandparents, children, friends, husbands, wives, pastors, saints, all of them. They ran and they want you to keep running. So that's lane two. Lane three. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. You know you can't run with a bunch of baggage. Sometimes at the gym, you'll see somebody on the treadmill with a bunch of weight on them. Well, yeah, that's for the tryhards, okay? You're not going to do that. You want to get all the weight off. Okay? And... The word on the street is that possibly these Roman runners even ran naked sometimes, okay? At any rate, if you don't want to imagine that, just look at the cross-country runners today <laughs> who, like, basically, they got, like, skimpy pair of shorts on, okay? Now, here's the problem. Our old Adam, our sinful nature, is a terrible runner. He hates to run. And this is exactly like when you have one of those dreams and you're trying to run, and it's just, 
you can't go. You're like weighted down. You just can't get anywhere. Well, that's the old Adam. That's a sinful nature. Okay? It's like a heavy weight dragging us down. His feet are concrete blocks. He's loaded with so much baggage that we can't run anywhere. We've got to strip him off. We've got to run light. Okay? So, something like anger. You can't run fast with anger. Anger just stops you in your tracks. You, you can't pull it. The weight's too heavy. Are you always getting mad at people? You've got to get rid of that. You can't run like that. Or lust or gluttony. Are you weighed down with, you know, are you constantly thinking about food and drinks and TV and video games and pleasure? You can't run. Get rid of that stuff. Or how about political overload? Do you think politics and news is, is of first importance? No, you can't run with that on you. Money, how much time do you, think, do you spend thinking about money? That's, not gonna, that's no way to run. Okay, your mind is wandering, distracted. So whatever it is, whatever's slowing you down, jealousy, anxieties, fretting, perfectionism, you are baptized into Christ, you've got to strip that away. That old Adam has been drowned. All the weight and sins which cling so closely, we wash away in the blood of Jesus, and we are ready to run. Lane four, we got to run with endurance, not give up. Anybody that's tried to run, and I'm assuming that's most of you, you know it, it stinks. You get tired. You just want to quit. Okay? You might think that would be easier to just not run. Just retire from the race. And just go lie on a beach somewhere and take care of yourself, right? Every man for himself. You don't want to run because your side hurts, it's cramping up, your legs are burning, it feels like your heart might burst, you're convinced you're about to have a heart attack. The whole world seems to be against you Christians. The whole world is preaching, take care of yourself, take care of yourself, self-care. What do they care about? Soul care. The whole world seems to be telling you, just drop out of that race, just quit all that church business. But the whole cloud of witnesses and Jesus are telling you, don't give up. Easy isn't better. Easy isn't better. Easy is the way of sin and death and hell. It's the way of misery, loneliness, narcissism, nihilism. Jesus says, strive to enter through the narrow door because he says the gate is wide and easy that leads to destruction. Easy isn't better. Christ is better. Follow me, he says. Let's run. Let's run. You're not alone. Jesus endured and He continues to endure with you. The finish line is there. You can see it. It's coming. Okay? You're running to paradise. You don't want to stop. You're running to the glory of glories. This is the only race worth running in all of life. Keep at it. Keep enduring. Keep believing. Keep coming to church. Keep reading the Bible. Keep praying. Keep cleaning and working and caring and loving and fixing and driving and confessing and fighting. Don't give up. And lane five, the best for last. Because in lane five, we look up, we are tired, we feel like we're all alone, we just want to quit, and we look up and there's our champion. The founder and perfecter of our faith. Who says, be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. He's already done the heavy running. Okay, It's kind of like we're in a 
a relay race, and he handed the baton off to us. He's got a big lead, okay? Just as long as you don't, like, stop, you're going to win. Just keep running. Just keep running. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising its shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You guys are tired. You're bent over. You're sucking breath. Your side is cramping. Your legs are stinging. But look up. There's Jesus. The gold medal winner. The founder and perfecter of your faith. Okay, You will make it to the finish line. And this is kind of... This is actually the big surprise of Hebrews 12. If this was not a Christian sermon... What I would tell you is, okay, you just got to keep working harder. You got to get out to the track tomorrow morning, start running laps. You know, pull yourself up. Come on, work. But actually, the big surprise this is what makes us a Christian sermon. When you're tired and want to give up, what does God say? Look up. Here's Jesus for you, the founder, perfecter of your faith. You thought this race was all yours to win? No, no, no. It's already won. It's already won. You just got to keep your eyes up on Him. Keep in the race. He'll keep you in the race, okay? That means get to the divine service. Read your Bible. Pray to Him. Take the communion. Love your neighbor. Okay? Keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Now, this is again, I said earlier, the cloud obstructing, obstructing our view. We don't always see with our eyes this great cloud of witnesses, but you've got to think the same. You've got to see Jesus. You've got to see Him. You've got to use your imagination. Open your mind to Him. Okay? Do you see Him? The joy that is set before. Keep running. Okay? Keep running. God has set a race before you and no one else can run it. Only you. Keep running. Keep loving. Keep working. Strip off all the weight, all the baggage, all the sin. You can't run with that. Get, it all, get rid of all of it. See the cloud of witnesses that surrounds you. Look to Jesus and run. In Jesus' name.